Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the long-awaited Bronkoff by Guitar Nerds, the world's number one guitar podcast. I'm your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Naomi McLeod. Hello. And JD Short. Hiya. Yes. Hello. Hello, both. Welcome. Welcome. We're actually getting to do a podcast in person, which is, I'm which is pretty I'm rare. I'm smiling so hard yeah. at you both it's, right now. Yeah, uh, it's, it's strange to not just be looking at a computer <laughs> screen. I remember I can actually look up and, and look at you both. This, this, this is wonderful. It's a very special moment for all of it's, us. No, it, it seriously is quite wholesome. So very good to do it in person at last. Exactly. I, yeah. It's my first time meeting JD ever. We're doing this for ages. First time we've actually met in person. Yeah, yeah that is that is true is it absolutely no change for you dear listener but for us it's it's a novelty so yeah we're we're you know we're, we're making the most of it um but yes anyway so this this podcast uh the Bronkoff, uh it's it's sponsored by a number of benefactors who've helped make this series a reality so a big thank you to mojo pickups for making us some exquisite pickups for the series thank you to btn music it's btnmusic.co.uk all parts uk and hip shop for providing the hardware and for being such a fantastic one-stop shop for guitar parts in the UK. And thank you to Music Nomad for providing the equipment resources and helpful guitar tech guides that have helped us set up our Broncos and make them the best they can possibly be. And finally, of course, thank you to Fender and Squire for providing the Broncos upon which this entire series hinges. Um, Also, a little shout out to our listeners. Um, for, for all your help and support, especially Dave Lee, uh, who's helped teach me how to refinish a neck and actually sent me a, a few materials as well. So that, that was, that, that was one, pretty good. Um, now this, dear listener, this series is, this podcast series is accompanied by a number of video demos, um, on the various Guitar Nerd social media channels. So be sure to check them out and see what we've been working on, uh, all this time. If you're not familiar with what on earth the Bronkov is um then dear listener let me let me fill you in naomi jd and i have each been provided with a squire bronco bass squire's most affordable budget short scale beginner's bass actually a great starter bass in its own right um and we've each we've each taken our bass and modded it to a professional ish gigging <laughs> standard. <laughs> we've uh, what have we done? We've had them refinished. Uh, we had new hardware, new pickups. 
body modifications. Well, that sounds a bit weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've had their noses pierced. <laughs> yeah. We've exactly. had new pick guards, haven't we? And we've had yeah, yeah, on various stages of hardware. Yeah, and like for, like for mine, I went through and did like a full proper like fret tuning, cleaning, oh, yeah. all fret ends, dressing. like, yeah. fret dressings, the like hyper sanding the neck. So it's like, it feels like a much, much, yeah, the, much more expensive the, neck than you would expect. The, the yeah. neck on yours is, is exceptional. We, well, obviously we're going to get into all that, dear listener, but it, electrics as well, the whole, the whole shebang really. Um, and on this podcast, we're going to be discussing the modifications that each of us has made. And if you are looking for a fun summer project, uh, then let this podcast serve as advice and suggestions uh, for what you could do with your Squire Bronco to turn an extremely affordable bass into something unique and extremely cool. Worth noting that that whilst this is a bass, uh, this podcast and project is by no means aimed at just bass players. I think part of the reason for choosing the Bronco is its versatility and suitability for a guitarist looking for a bass to have around the house hmm. uh, for recording and, and, you know, just for general messing about. Because they're great. They're, they're, you know, they're very cool, super affordable, you know. They're really, really fun to play. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like, you know, especially for you, JD, like, you know, short scales aren't really your bag at all. But yeah. this, it's a... Uh, it, it's such a nice, it's like, for me, it's a really, it fills a niche and it's like a completely different tool to have. And it's, I really dig it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, they're, they're super affordable just straight off of Fender's website you know yeah. i think they're i don't know what they are like 170 quid off of there like a, i guess it's a little bit cheaper if you shop around if you find the right retailer but you know also um it, you know second hand they're just they don't retain their value at all so yeah, you, yeah you find the right one you can pick them up for like 70 quid yeah i've i've seen a few on reverb where people have have tried their you know non-branded bronc off themselves and, and have been like <laughs> actually I, uh, I messed it up. And then you, you look at it and it's like, it would take five minutes to fix it, but they're just like, yeah, 50, 60 quid, 70 quid, 100 quid, like it all worth it. It's such a, it's such a great piece to have. Well, yeah, that's it. And and this is, uh, we're by no means the first people to think yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of, of modding uh, Broncos. I feel like this is, it's, it's kind of become a thing it outs, you know, outside of what we've been, what we've been doing before this, like, uh, mm. modding Broncos is, is a semi-popular thing. I, even I was searching on YouTube the other day, like, I don't know, I can't remember what I was looking for, something unrelated and mm-hmm. someone else, someone was like the ultimate do- the Bronco of doom or something like that. Someone had modded <laughs> a Bronco for, for, for metal and doom and stuff. And Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, check that out. Yeah, it, it was good. I don't think they'd put as much effort into the aesthetics as, as we have, but, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, then. Yeah, they weren't doing it for a podcast. We are, except, yeah, we, they weren't doing it for a podcast. So why focus on the aesthetics? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what have we done? Now, um, once you've listened to this podcast and checked out uh, the guitars uh, that we've built, you also have the chance, dear listener, to vote on which guitar nerd host has built the best bass. Voting is going to take place across all of our social media channels and Patreon um, and the total votes are going to be added up, I guess. I'm going to try and add them up. And then, you know, I'll count them and the winner will be crowned. I, I don't I don't think I'm doing anything Ooh. more than that. Yeah. It's just going to be... You're going to win Naomi's bass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a joke, minute. dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a goddamn <laughs> 
Yeah, they, I, I haven't really decided what the winner gets. I mean, I was going to say the winner gets to keep their bet, but we're all keeping the bases anyway. I mean, I don't really want mine, so I haven't decided what I'm going to do. Is it another bronc? Yeah, the winner gets to start again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But um, well, it's it's nice it's nice to win, isn't it? So yeah, um, exactly. well, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see be. how this goes. But yeah, dear listener, we're going to talk about the the bases that that we've all bet on what what we did to them and what we think that you can do. But before we do that, I want to kind of talk about. I want to talk about the instrument itself, the Squire Bronco, because it's a weird one. Like, it is a weird instrument. I think it's been part of the Squire catalogue for so long that everyone's just like, yeah, this is the short-scale, affordable Squire. But I don't understand really how it's still in the catalogue for Squire. I feel like Squire have have done this great job of of upping the quality and professionalism of their instruments for so long. And the Broncos just slipped through the hole. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I think the other things they do, like the short-scale Jaguar or the 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 Mustang, the affordable Mustang that with the PJ Mustang that Fender do. I know that's Fender and not Squire, but Sure. Yeah, actually that's almost that's another point. But yeah, the the Squire, you know, that short-scale Jaguar that's PJ and things like that, mm-hmm. that's a great instrument. Those are versatile yeah. pickups. That's a great beginner's guitar. That's the instrument that you should be buying to start because mm. it's it will do everything and it's short scale so you know has a cool look about it as well it's the... interesting unique yeah yeah, yeah the do everything i think is really important because like when you're starting out you don't at least for me like you don't really know what you want to do because like yeah. i was i was equally playing in like southern gospel bands metal like thrash metal funk bands and also doing big band stuff with like the same like pv that i started off with yeah yeah exactly and that's kind of the thing that 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 jaguar short scale nails that yeah we'll do everything you can learn bass and find out what you want find out what sort of a bass player you are with that instrument the bronco i don't think it's that instrument Mm. It's, it's, I mean, let's talk about the Bronco features. So the, the, you know, so the, the very simple tuners, they've got the weird, what do you call it? The chicken feet tuners? What do you call those? The Y tuners? Y tuners. Yeah, that's it. So they've got Y tuners, which they don't use on anything else, not even their other budget bases. So it's weird that they do that. And then it's like the non-standard sizes, like as as we found. The post sizes being smaller. So small that, yeah, Mm -hmm. you can't buy a replacement. Yeah, you have to you have to ream ream them out, and you know Joe did a wonderful job reaming, reaming our heads. I, I was wondering if I was <laughs> yeah. going to get that brought up. I no, did no, the worst no, job no. ever. No, three no, minutes was, in. Yeah, it was much better than we've been waiting. We've been waiting oh, months no, to speak no, to you about no, this. Show. No, no, it was, <laughs> now we're here in person. Not what I was going with, I was just saying like I was giving you credit for doing the reaming, mm. um, but yeah, like. The string spacing is also a completely non-standard string yes. spacing yeah. that you would get on anything. And, you know, I went through, I ended up, not to get into the nuts and bolts yet, but like I ended up b- going back with the stock bridge that it comes with because I liked it quite a bit. But then I had I had tried two other bridges and and it just couldn't get them to work. Well, that's, that's another weird thing for me. The bridge, if... The Bronco is, and it is, the most affordable thing that Squire do. Why on earth 
is it a custom bridge? Yeah. It's a completely... Yeah. This bridge doesn't exist on any other guitar in the world. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that, that Squire or Fender paying to have something tooled that's only good for one guitar. Surely, I mean... Surely they would use mass-produced yeah, everything well, at, a, at a wider level for or, the Bronco. I, I've had that exact thought. You think about yeah. the terrible bridges that come on, like, not now that they've sorted it out with Vintera models yeah. at mm, Fender, mm-hmm. but... The old 50s and 60s style Mexican um, basses that mm-hmm. Fender did, they had awful bridges on them. Surely those mass-produced vintage bridges would be the yeah. cheap bridge that you could put on this. Yeah, it's some. I mean, it's, it's weird because it's like the, the neck profile is different than, you know, like it's a narrower neck than you would get on, on a, a, it, most other basses that are, third, I mean, to be fair... I really dig it. It's one of the things that makes it a special, yeah, a special bass. But it's, it just, it's so bonkers. It doesn't make like yeah. so much about this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the beauty and the curse of very vintagey style instruments. I find we are just like it's like this was before anyone made anything standard, and we've just kept it. Well, this is yeah, this is it. That, I mean, that's that's a great point. Is first of all, dear listeners, come back to it. Even though we are slagging off the bronco right now we're not really slagging it off i still think it's a great fun awesome instrument i just don't understand yeah. and you hit a nail on the head there like it's there are things about the bronco that are vintagey yet they haven't gone the whole hog it's not like mm. vintage style they mm. haven't lacquered the neck they haven't really lent on any of the bronco's heritage which will come on to shortly mm-hmm. what the mm-hmm. the instrument that inspired the bronco to exist even though they do keep a lot of those features i just don't really know what it is it, I, yeah i agree there's there's a lot about it that's u- unique but not necessarily for reasons that squire are shouting about it's not <laughs> yeah. like well among the features are these narrower tuning posts yeah, and this if, and this unusual string spacing if so. you want to put a bad bridge on a bass it's normally because they're like because that's the bridge that they had in 1961 exactly. yeah. that's the mm. reason that you put a bad bridge on something because of the heritage the, just the bronco doesn't have that which is weird and Let's talk about the pickup, you know. Yeah. Yeah, what lurks under that uh that innocent white plastic cover. Um well it's just it's a six pole strat pickup, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's not a yeah. base pickup whatsoever. Um another yeah. To me that's the weirdest thing about the Bronco, easily. Um I in fact in my early Bronco mod curiosity, um, before I did Bronco mod number one, uh uh, for listeners, the the Bronkov is my second Bronco mod. I did my first in 2018, I think. Um, but when I found this about the pickup, I I then went around stores. I remember being in Sam Ashton, New York, looking at, uh, I think it was like DiMarzio Strat pickups. And the guy in the store almost laughed me out of it and was like, you, you do realise you're talking about a bass? And I was like, yes, I do realise I'm speaking about a bass. <laughs> Have you looked under the hood of the Bronco? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I was... I was Initially looking to replace like for like, but um, I mean that has to be a that has to be a spare part off off affinity strats mm. off oh yeah yeah off um something like that. But to not even have a bass part in the pickup, the the pickup for the sound of the bass is um is so fundamental and so odd. And yet I I will still argue the corner that it's not the worst sounding. No, no, it's not the worst sounding out of the box. I think it's it's one of those things that like it just works really well in that. The Bronco is, is, it's never meant to give you, it's it's not meant to sound like an upright. You know, it's not True. meant to sound like an old P-Bass. It's meant to sort of, it's, it's a really forward-facing 
pokey sort of sort of tone broadly and it's like it makes it makes a lot of sense and it's things like if you think about it like in my mind when i think about it, it's like would it be one of those things where you know it's 50s 60s early early 70s maybe still when when people are doing tic tac you know and just sort of like dubbing you know like, like a basic sound yeah like mm-hmm. a basics on top of on top of an upright on top of that and it's sort of like oh why don't we just get the the thing that pokes through you know like am radio quite well <laughs> and it's it's like it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing and it to me like as a bass player primarily like it it feels like when people don't do anything different just release an amp with a B at the end of the number, you know, and it's like, well, this is our bass one. And it's like, you take the covers off and like, it's literally the same. Like you, it's just a strap pickup on here. Yeah. 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 For me, the, the pickup thing did two, it did two things that were totally different. One really positive, one really negative. The really positive is, as Naomi said, you can retrofit a strap pickup. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, so from a bass player's yeah. perspective, Absolutely. opens up a huge range because there's so much more yeah, yeah. <laughs> available yeah. Sure. to you. Sure. And it's instantly quite creative as well. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, you're initially you're forced to think outside the box if that's the... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Like-for-like uh, like pickup that you would mod yeah, in a Bronco. Yeah. And I think, uh, oh, I've, I've forgotten his name now. Oh, that's a shame. A YouTuber uh in in the states bass playing youtuber with a beard oh no it doesn't matter i'm not gonna hang hang it i could could. with the beard the beard the beard i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm I'm just gonna start naming youtubers uh would it be davy 504 no no he's not not a bass (laughs) he doesn't have a beard um yeah uh andy irvine slap no Oh, Andy. I mean, Andy would no, m- like no, murder a Bronco. I am um, good grace. Um, uh, no, with a beard. Per, I'm trying to do that whilst looking it up. Pepper precision bases. Pepper pig bases. This is where we test our pop filters. By the way, it's not that I can't think of base YouTubers. Got it. Patrick Hunter. 
Oh, there you go. Patrick Hunter. He I, The only reason I thought of it is because he did quite a good demo with uh, a Squire Bronco where he'd modded it with, uh, I think, some sort of bladed... I think it was like a... Oh, yeah. Was, was it like a, a, a Seymour Duncan JB or... Um, the, the blades are a really good idea for, like, if you're going to mod a Bronco because it's... Especially if you're going to try to do any tweaks with the string spacing... Like it's, it just really gives you, it gives you a lot more option because you're, you don't have to be right over the pole piece. Yeah. You know, like I, I mean, in part of, part of what I was thinking about, I was like, Ooh, could I get some of the Nordstrom big blades or something like mm. that? And then I was like, this feels a bit much really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, so that, that was the two things. The positive are great. You know, all these cool strap pickups that we can, uh, that we can mod with. The other side is like, Really? Really, like, and we are in you know 2022, 2022, and you're still putting, you still can't be bothered to make a, a four pole pickup for for this mm. bass to make a pickup to match the instrument, especially because it it seems like there's there's loads of Broncos around. Like, it feels like that's a thing that like a lot of people certainly in the last couple of years when we've been in various stages of people not being around their bass players so picking up bass you know themselves <laughs> yeah. you know like just being like oh you know a lot of these are moving we could easily just retool like the the only difference is how how wide the pickup is yeah you know like yeah yeah that's it it, it, it just seems a weird thing especially when you consider they did used to make a a, a four pole pickup for it in like four yeah, now we were mm, yeah. we was going to talk about the history of this because the squire bronco isn't the first and this is actually why it's got a strap pickup in it the 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 instrument that inspired the squire bronco is the fender music master bass yeah. which was created for exactly the same reason between 70 71 and 81 although i've never seen an 80 or an 81 no, you no. only ever see like 78 like 79 70, yeah yeah <laughs> so that is when they officially discontinued them but i don't know how many they made in the 80s but we, we'll talk about the the fender music master bass and what you know all the great features of that because it was slightly different but it's it, it shared that same strap pickup they re-released the um, the Fender Music Master as a Squire Music Master in 1997 for a year under the Squire Vista series, which was was that Japanese? I can't remember if Vista it was. Feels like it was Jap- like the Japanese version. Yeah, um, but they they released it as Squire Vista, and for that they made a f- a four pole pickup that was you know was appropriate. So we know Fender have even done this in, this is something they have they we have know the correct part has existed yeah. exactly yeah. yeah so it's just weird that they they don't you know they haven't brought it back that seems like a sensible thing to do it's it's like a, it's it's an interesting thing i would love to i imagine be in whatever room was happening when they're like let's let's do more bronco stuff and like great what are the things we should do about it and be like i don't know let's do a weird hodgepodge mix of like different flavors but none of the ones that make sense, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, which is great. I mean, again, it's it. We're not slagging it off. But like the quirks of it are the thing that I really like about it. It's just just so not it's what, weird. It's <laughs> for especially for Fender, a company yeah. that really hinged themselves on making a, a. It's great quality at any level, you know, yeah. even down mm-hmm. to affinity. Always great quality, and Fender, I think, always think about versatility. Like that's mm. a real cornerstone for them, and this is. just 
so the opposite. And and really modability and stuff. And like so, yeah. so much of like the differences between models, the differences that you you have with like all the aftermarket stuff is always someone being like, oh, I'll get a fender because I can just like so many people make different flavors of bridges that I could I yeah. could grab one of those where for this, as we found. There ain't much out there, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, unless you really hunt and, and like part of it is like, that's fun. It's like finding, it's like trying to find that really hard old record back before everything was just on streaming services. You well, know? Of course, but like, yeah, but there isn't that P or J compatibility yeah. as, as there would have been, even if we were to take yeah. Affinity series P or J bases. There is, there, well, the, the Bronco is definitely a super fun thing to mod, but Absolutely. It, with the caveat that woodwork will need to be done. Oh. You're, you're going to be cutting yeah. holes in this thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, the thing I will say about it is like, it's so cheap that it's like, if you're at all interested in potentially doing that kind of work, this is a really good thing to do because if you really, really mess it up, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. And also yeah. the woods are so soft, you don't have to do much to it, you know, like, yeah. whereas, you know, like if I were to take like a part, one of my, you know, two, 3000 pound bases and be like, I'm going to do some stuff to it. You know, like this is the first time I've ever done it. I'd be quite nervous and yeah. had been when I first started doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's a bit different to going in on a maple body and yeah, yeah, seeing what happens in the way that you have the freedom <laughs> to with a Bronco, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there were plenty of times this where I was like, if this doesn't work, I'm just going to buy another one and not tell Joe. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but um, yeah, I want to talk about the, the Fender Music Master briefly before we go into sort of the Bronco, because that was... Such an interesting instrument. So, yeah, produced between 71 and 81, 10, 10 years. And it was it was the first time Fender had gone, you think 71, this really mm. is the first time. So Fender are moving into mass production now. We're post-CBS and Fender are going, um, uh, Fender are thinking we need something affordable. They don't own Squire at this point. Hmm. The idea of budget beginner instruments has been something owned by Sears catalog guitars yeah. until this point. And Fender have always been a, a little bit more premium than that. And they're trying to, even though I guess they weren't, they weren't soup, they weren't Gibson premium back but, then. But they, they, were, was, they were meant for people who, who made money playing guitar. Yeah, exactly. So this was the first time they'd been like, we need a bass for beginners. So they'd literally put it together from bits and bobs that they had lying around. So it was Mustang, it's a Mustang body, obviously mm-hmm. the Bronco is, and the, the Music Master was. It's a Mustang body because the Mustangs were less popular than Fender had thought they were going to be, and they had a surplus of uh, of Mustang bodies. It was the the same the same neck, the 13th scale neck. Mm-hmm. They changed the plate, obviously, and the plate between the Bronco and the Music Master is, is something that have mm-hmm. changed. I, much prefer the plate on the Music Master, but you know they're, they're different things. But that, this is how the Strat pickup came in because that's what they did. They had a surplus of Strat pickups and they yammed a Strat pickup in there rather than you know sort of the split Mustang pickup or a sure. P or a mm. J or anything like that. That's where it came, and it literally came because it was the cheapest part that they could put in and uh, and and and, and, and technically work. It. Yeah, it, it's a thing where the fact that like you start. You think about like that era and it's like 71 and stuff. It feels like something that would happen during wartime. Like, you know, like if it was like during World War II, you'd be like, yeah, well, that's just what they had. You you know, like that's almost you couldn't like do a anything. rationed yeah, sort of creation. Post Vietnam, you know, and you'd be like, 
surely you could you got parts yeah you know but i i definitely understand the it's it's like part of the this weird magic stew that is the bronco is just like oh we have these random bits we're just gonna put them together yeah it's like the first bitzer before it was a bitzer <laughs> yeah before people were doing bitzes yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the you know the um Thinking about those white tuners, the white tuners were on the 71 mm. um, Music Master because the sure, first yeah. Music Masters actually had a slightly different size pickup cover, mm-hmm. which is... Which yeah, is theme. Very <laughs> annoying if you're... Uh, <laughs> if, if you, like me, own a Music Master and you try and purchase a, a new pickup cover for it. But the 71s came in a weird... I don't know if they... I don't know if it... It was Daphne Blue, but mm. it wasn't metallic. So right, uh, or, okay. I guess Stephanie Blue's not metallic or it had a different undercoat or no undercoat. So it looked yeah. very mm. different. It looked very much like someone had taken a um it, taken a, a, a paintbrush yeah. to, to the body. It was a it was oh, a wow. weird okay. it was very home done looking for fender. But yeah. yeah, it came in Daphne Blue with a Perloid guard and they had the white tuners. Then they redid it, it was available in black. Uh, white, which was a very cream white, and mm, uh, mm-hmm. like a Dakota red, mm-hmm. and then they moved to the full size tuners at that point. But um, so I, I guess that's, yeah. and it's kind of like, is that what you're doing, Bronco? Is that why you're using the white tuners and the strap pickup? But if so, why aren't you doing the plate from that's the music? A, that's master? a really, really specifically weird callback. If yeah. that's what they're doing, you know, it's like, you know, like they're just like, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, make a nod to the to our history with these white tuners that no one really associates with with this space. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I just. Uh, I don't, I don't understand it, but it is, uh, it is wonderful. Um, you know, it's a wonderful oddity for for that company to make. We should talk about Broncos though. Um, before we Indeed. talk about the three Broncos that we've made, and of course, dear listener, you know, it, it hopefully inspire you to create something, uh, something similar. Uh, I know some listeners have. Um, have already made this. I realise this has been a long time in the making, which we'll get onto at some point in this podcast. But before we uh, before we talk about that, um, the whole idea of this really started because uh, of Naomi and 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 her Bronco. Um, and when when you first joined us on the podcast, Naomi, it, mm-hmm. um, I was kind of surprised to find that you, a professional like gigging. Uh, session bassist was playing mm-hmm. a squire bronco especially considering some of the other bases that you had in your in your arsenal mm-hmm. and that was really that was the catalyst that made me realize maybe broncos are actually more than the sum of their parts mm. um there are a base that i and i'm sure you dear listener had overlooked before now and i know we've told the story of your bronco before on the podcast mm-hmm. maybe a couple of times <laughs> um but let's talk about that how you found it the modifications you chose to make, you know, you know, and how you made a Bronco like an actual professional grade gigging instrument. Sure. Yeah, sure thing. Um, I think if, if there was ever a contextual time to talk about it, it certainly would be now. Um, I, first off, I'm, I'm by no means sort of laying any claim to being like an early Bronco modder. I had seen them around online sort of vaguely from sort of when they first came on my radar, maybe around, I don't know, 2015, 16, um, and kind of didn't really think anything of it, didn't really think anything of modding at that time in my in my gear journey anyway. And then I was working in a store, um, obviously watching Fenders and Squires come in and go out and, you know, 
usually lusting after FSRs and, uh, you know, beautiful American builds. And every so often I would pick up a Bronco to to try, maybe in a in a rare, quiet moment I'd pick one up and slowly but surely realised I could not ignore the the great attributes that each and every Bronco I sat down and tried had. So across three or four, I couldn't really ignore that all of them seemed to have super nice necks. Um, do, do you mean in the in in the cut or the feel or both? In both, yeah. Um, the like they they seemed consistent for for an instrument so cheap, um, you know. And I I really love that the Bronco is kind of accessible to any player, and particularly that it's a very accessible instrument to mod. Um, it re, you know you really don't have to break the bank to kind of get into the sort of project that we've all done with the Bronco. Off. Um, yeah, I I I sort of just couldn't ignore that this was weirdly consistent for such a budget instrument and at the time I was playing a Mexican Mustang PJ I had one of the faded sonic blue models that came oh, yeah, out the around the first ones yeah. yeah yeah that was 2016 I think they, they came they, out they called them the offset series because player yes. yeah. as a that series a, didn't exist at yeah. that point this yeah this was almost a forerunner to to player series um and I liked it there was um there was a few things about it that I I kind of was was finding better use with my my usual sort of jazz bass and classic vibe PJ. So I didn't really need selling to to be willing to kind of look into Squire a bit more. I was very used to people um, sort of coming in and hard nosedly only being willing to speak about Fender or look at Fender or buy Fender. And I was becoming a little bit sceptical of this and feeling a lot more open to to just trying something new. So I thought, you know what, to hell with it. Um, let me just pick up Bronco, have a go, and like like JD was saying a few moments ago, it's really no big deal if something goes like wrong with this mod. So I think possibly by this point I'd sold my Mustang PJ. Um, I, I don't think there was too much overlap. So my other bases were quite different at this point. I had a five-string Reverend Mercalli. I had the FSR uh p base deluxe special oh but, the um, surf spark with surf green yeah exactly yeah yeah surf pearl yeah surf pearl yes surf yeah double pearl um so i had a few uh you know different bases for different functions and i thought um absolutely no harm having a short scale in there and certainly for certain gigs i was picking up so yeah, long story short, I had become aware of the great work of Jake Sarek, um, a builder based over in Chicago, um, who now is is sort of gaining popularity um, by by the month indeed. Um, I'm not sure what sort of point he was at at that point, but I, it, um, he, he had like a presence on Reverb, certainly, and people were beginning to pick up on his builds. And I couldn't help but notice that he manufactured a base P90 and I this immediately piqued my interest. I thought, you know, I I have a P base, I have a jazz base, I have the Mercalli, which has that reverse PJ configuration, and then to have a base P90, I thought, brilliant, that would kind of complete the collection. Um, that would be a really nice representation across kind of my collection. Um, so went ahead, picked up the B90, as it is by... Um, by Serik and set about uh, installing it in the Bronco, and that was the first of several mods that I went for. 
the B90. What like mm. that is it, it's it's become uh, a really popular pickup now. I think mm. people are sort of modding it into into everything. But it is yes. it's kind of the perfect all-rounder to go into a into a Bronco to give you a bit of well, just it's just a a boutique custom shop quality pickup. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to I wanted to really get the most out of what seemed to me to be quite nice for something so budget. It it seemed to be quite a nice body tonally. Um, in addition to the to the feel on the neck, that again I I really liked. Um, so the B ninety I would say still was probably the most important mod that I did. Of course. Um, you know, absolutely transformed the sound of the bass and really, really um, lifted it up several levels, I would say, to getting getting the most tonally and really adding something a little more um, full and aggressive and bitey in all the right places versus the, the stock guitar pickup <laughs> that was yeah, in yeah. the Bronco. It's kind of the thing about the Bronco. I, I mean, I know we can make other mods. A lot of the other mods now are going to be aesthetic or, you know, they're going to make sort of minor improvements like tu- yeah. we'll talk about the tuners and stuff mm. in, in, mm. in a minute. But the but the the pickup's the big one. I think with a little bit of spend, you really transform this instrument into something perfectly viable. <laughs> Well, dear listener, that concludes the first part of the Guitar Nerds Broncoff. We recorded this podcast all in one big, you know, three hour long session, but I've divided it up into episodes. So if you're listening to this as it comes out, the next episode will be out tomorrow. If you're listening to this in the future, simply scroll along to part two of the Guitar Nerds Broncoff. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.